Welcome to the L&D Career Club podcast, where purpose-driven people come to start and grow the L&D career of their dreams. I'm Sarah Canistra, an L&D career, business, and executive coach, and I'm here to take you on a weekly journey to create a seamless, energizing, and engaging L&D career blueprint so you can live a life of fulfillment, inspiration, and freedom. If you're here to find your first L&D role, move up the L&D ladder, or land that high-level L&D role you've been dreaming of, welcome to the club. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the L&D Career Club podcast. Super happy that you're here today. Um, If you're listening to it live, uh, when this comes out on Tuesday, the... I hope you had a good Labor Day. Um, hope you're able to maybe take some time to rest. Um, I'm actually recording this on Labor Day, and right after this, I'm gonna go uh, hop into my little pool in the back. So just wanted to get on here um, and go over a topic that I think a lot of people struggle with when it comes to networking. So we're gonna dive into the whole idea of how do we put together our networking elevator pitch, which is slightly different than our interviewing networking, or our interview elevator pitch, right? So, you know, kind of we have two, two different purposes there. And while there's a lot of similarities, there are some differences. So before we get into today's episode, last week I mentioned that I will soon be launching two brand new newsletters, which I'm really, really excited about. I'm working on them behind the scenes over the last couple of weeks. Um, in the show notes here, you can actually go ahead and get on the list to be able to start receiving those when they come out in the next couple weeks. I don't have an exact date yet, but the list is up and ready and I'm really excited about it. So the first one is called the L&D Career TLDR. So if you don't know what TLDR means, it's too long, don't read. (laughs) Um, So basically what we're going to do is each week give you one really, really, really quick um, high level career tip that you can apply immediately. Um, and then in addition, if you do have some more time, some additional resources uh, that you could dive dive a little bit deeper in as well. So if you want kind of one quick tip directly to your inbox every single week where we just focus on one thing that will help elevate your L&D career and career transition, that's going to be the newsletter for you. And the second newsletter is going to be called the 60 Second Strategy Sesh. So a little bit of a mouthful there. Um, but this one is a L&D strategy, so a practical L&D strategy that you can apply in 60 seconds or less. And so it's just meant to really be able to give you all some practical tools for your L&D strategy, so practical tools for your L&D toolbox, in all honesty, um, to get back to creating some really good learning. Um, this is going to be in conjunction with the Good Learning Podcast that's going to be coming out at the end of this month as well. So I'm really excited about that. Um, stay tuned. I have some some uh, really fun things happening. A lot of a lot of actually big changes happening this month too. I'll, I'll clue you in on some of those a little bit later, but. Yeah, so we have the two new newsletters. So if you're interested in either one of those or both, please make sure to hit the uh, the links that are inside of the show notes, and that way you can register for both, um, both or one, whichever one you're interested in. And then um, we have the Good Learning Podcast coming out soon. And then the last announcement before we get into today's episode is that uh, if you're listening to this when this comes out, which is on September 5th, we are just about to launch, so tomorrow, <laughs> uh, we are kicking off our Build Your L&D Networking Program. So I'm really, really excited about this. This is one of my favorite ones because we really look at how to create this holistic, potent, you know, really intentional network that is aligned with you. Um, I got some, I got some backlash for a post I did uh, this weekend, which you know, 
we love we love the haters um but about how you know for me i don't really love social saturday and while i think it started out with really good intentions i think there are a lot of people who really focus on collecting connections during it versus being really intentional i'm not saying that's for everyone because i do see that there are people out there who are being intentional and utilizing it in a way um, to make meaningful connections but i i see a lot of people just jumping in and trying to collect uh, connections in terms of quantity over quality. So what this program is really going to help us do is not have to depend on things like a social Saturday to build a quality network. We're really going to look at how we can really implement like what I call this. It's, it really is a four step process in looking at building this this ecosystem, essentially, that it's not just to about like collecting a million connections, but it's about how are we actually harnessing the power of our network and how are we building an ecosystem that outlives the space that we're in right now. So for those of you who are in a career transition, right, like how do we build this this ecosystem for you so that way when you're in your brand new role and you're thriving in your brand new role, you have a network that continues to support you versus one that you just created just for career transitioning um, and it's hyper-focused on that and you're kind of having to always revamp your network. Um, and if, if you're in L&D right now and you're not quite looking to, to find that next role, um, you're not ready to, for a career transition, but you want to make sure that you have a, a network that's established so when you are ready to make that or you are ready for the next move in your career, again, you're not starting from scratch. This is going to be a really great program for you. So it's four weeks. We're going to meet uh, twice uh, live. Um, we have daily coaching inside of our group coaching app, um, and then you'll have access to all of the module drops. So every single week we'll drop a new uh, module in there as well. So just a really great way. And then also throughout that, you get to network with people inside of the program too. So a really nice meta experience. Um, and it's only $333 for the four weeks and you get four weeks of access to me and we could talk anything and everything and related to, to networking too. So make sure to sign up for that. The link for that is also in the show notes. If you're in the L&D Career Club, that is included for you uh, as well as part of your membership there. Uh, and if you want to join the L&D Career Club, of course, you can join us. I'll put that link in the show notes too. So lots of links in the show notes for you all to hang around with. All right. So let's talk about our elevator pitch and specifically our elevator pitch around networking when we're looking at building this juicy, beautiful L&D network. So you know, a lot of people think, oh, my elevator pitch, well, that's the same elevator pitch I'd give if I was going on a job interview. And while there are some similarities for sure, there's definitely going to be some differences in terms of that tell me about yourself. And especially as, as we kind of get to the, to the meat and the meaning of the conversation that are going to be different than from our, our standard elevator pitch that we would use inside of an interview. So I really want to introduce you to, to the four parts of your L&D career uh, your LD networking, honestly, your LD networking elevator pitch. And so kind of thinking about that in, in terms of four parts. And I do want to say, like I say with everything, you know, this is a this is a framework. It's not meant to give you like a precise step-by-step. -step. You have to follow this or your networking conversations will be terrible. Um, it's not like that at all. And y'all know if you've been listening for a while that I don't operate that way. So I really want you to take what you need from this um, and leave the rest, right? Like that's the reality. And this type of elevator pitch can be utilized and also so I would say finessed depending on kind of what type of networking situation you're in. So for example, if you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone, well, you probably have maybe a few minutes, maybe two, three minutes to, to give that introduction versus maybe if you're in, an, in a 
networking group and you have 30 seconds. So this this four-step process can really be designed to fit within any time frame. Um, and also too, if you're you know, networking in real life, maybe you have five minutes to meet with someone and to introduce yourself and to talk more about yourself. So just know that this framework is designed to help you almost co- like contract, like expand and contract depending on depending on the time that you have and the situation that you're in. So I want to start off with the first part. And the first part is going to be your introduction. And I always like to say that your introduction is really where you're going to give a brief overview of, of your niche, essentially, and like using your niche statement. And so what I mean by that is, you know, and for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about in terms of L&D niche, I have a zillion episodes on that, but you know, we're able, the, the output of your niche is what you do, how you do it, and who you do it for, right? And so in thinking about it in terms of your career transition or in terms of your, you know, your, um, your networking, right, we're thinking about being able to articulate that to someone in just one sentence. So if you've done a lot of your niche work or done the niche work with me, you kind of already have this stuff done. Um, but it really is taking your niche statement, being able to tell the person straight off the bat what it is you do or want to do, how it is you do it or want to do it, and for who you do it for or who you want to do it for. And the reason why we start off with that, and I, I talk about this in, in, I'll talk about this inside the program, but I've mentioned this too in terms of um, just network or communication in general, networking is a lot about communication, is this idea of making sure that we're kind of putting, if we're looking at a communication in terms of a triangle, right, with a point at the top, that we're not burying the lead essentially in terms of kind of who, who we really are and what our niche actually is. And I always like to think if someone gets nothing else from your conversation about who you are, you want them to know like what you do, how you do it, and for who you do it for. So being able to, to start off with that in a conversation is going to be really powerful because you're very quickly, very succinctly, and very compactly telling this person about you in just this like quick little synopsis. So for example, you can start off by saying something like, I'm extremely passionate about designing, engaging onboarding programs by leveraging relationship building and content development for diverse organizations, right? So we can start off by actually utilizing that niche statement and saying like, this is, this is who I am. Like, hi, I'm Sarah and I'm someone who's passionate about designing, engaging onboarding programs by leveraging relationship building and content development for diverse organizations. Like, there we go, right? We're already, we're already entering this conversation with a very clear picture as to who we are. So if you don't know what your niche is, right? And I, I hear a lot of people talk to you like, oh, hi, I'm Sarah, you know, I'm a lifelong learner. Or, oh, I'm like really passionate about learning. And here's the thing, like if you are talking to another learning professional, so are they, right? And the, and the 15 people they've had these coffee chats with or the 10 other people they've met at this networking event or the 30 other people who are introducing themselves at this virtual conference, right? Everyone's saying that same thing. And I'm sure you've heard it over and over again. Like, oh, I'm so passionate about learning. Um, I'm a lifelong learner. And it's like, yeah, no shit. We all are. That's why we're in this profession, right? We're obsessed with learning. <laughs> like that's, that's part of who we are. And so just really thinking about how do you differentiate yourself? Well, it's through what your niche is. I highly doubt someone else is going to introduce themselves and say that they're passionate about designing, engaging onboarding programs by leveraging relationship building and content development for diverse organizations, right? So making sure that 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 
first sentence, that introduction of yourself, packs a punch. And here's the thing, you can use just that introduction. So like I was saying before, maybe you have five seconds to introduce yourself somewhere. Um, that can just be your introduction in and of itself. So, and your, your elevator pitch essentially in and of itself, if you, if you only have a few seconds. So if you are not clear on what it is you do or want to do, how you do it or how you want to do it or for who you do it for. And when I say who you do it for, I don't necessarily mean like the actual company name or even field or industry. It's more around thinking about the, the core values uh, that are, are in alignment there. So I really want you to think about when you're giving this introduction, when you're starting off having this conversation, that you're really clear on what your L&D niche is and that you are taking the opportunity to kick off your elevator pitch, diving right in and giving that overview of your niche, utilizing your niche statement. So that's part one. And again, if you only have five seconds to introduce yourself, that's a great piece to actually utilize to introduce yourself. Now, the second part is what I like to call your origin story. And this is where you're able to almost tease out your niche statement and kind of kind of think about it holistically in terms of what have been the what have been what what is the the precipice essentially for that being a passion of yours and for it being your niche. And I like to think about it if, if you kind of go back to that that why. And I work with my clients a lot on, on figuring out why why LND in the first place, right? Because we could be with the skills that we have in the LND profession, we could go anywhere and do anything and be anything we want because we have so many incredible skills. So why are we staying or why are we transitioning into LND in the first place? And this is where we're really gonna be able to look at where this passion stemmed from, where, like, what, what is that why driving? And that's an important part, again, of having these conversations because it's not just someone saying, oh, I'm so passionate about learning and, you know, I've been an, an educator for the last 20 years and I'm looking to get out of the classroom and that's what brought me here, right? I mean, everyone, anyone who's everyone who's an educator looking to get out of the classroom agrees with that, right? There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that statement other than the fact that it's not differentiating you in any way, shape, or form. And so when you're able to, when you're, especially when you're having a networking conversation and we're able to explain to someone your, your why, right now we're actually connecting on a deeper level, right? And a lot of it goes back to, I talked about this in, um, in one of the programs that I recently facilitated, we looked at it in the interview program, actually, um, an ACLD interview, which is now a course, if you wanna, wanna purchase that, it's available too. But we talk a lot about the psychology of interviewing and storytelling and how we actually, you know, when we're telling stories and the person's receiving them, that you know we have these biochemicals that are releasing in, inside of us and inside of them, and they're actually feeling closer to you, right? They feel connected to you. And you want that in a networking conversation because you want to feel this connection to this person and you want them to feel connected to you. I mean, that's the beauty of building a network. So when it comes to, you know, after you've given that brief, quick introduction, being able to talk about that origin story and talk about that why, right? So here's an example. That passion stems from having been on the receiving end of an engaging onboarding experience that shaped my desire for wanting others to feel as comfortable and connected as I did when they took on a new role. Now, that's incredible. So I know if I was talking to someone and they told me that you know they're, they introduced themselves as someone who's really focused on onboarding and then they told me why, 
I can relate to that, right? I can think about, wow, yeah, no, I've had an incredible onboarding experience somewhere before. Like I felt really connected or, wow, I've never really had an onboarding experience before where I felt that, that connected and I, I, I totally get that, right? So here we are as we're creating this connection between ourselves and that person by just sharing a brief origin story. Now, again, this isn't like, oh, when I was three years old, I, you know, stumbled into an onboarding set, right? Like we're not going, we're, we're not taking it that far back, but in one quick sentence, and, and again, this isn't meant to be a seven or eight minute uh, elevator pitch that you're giving someone. This is just meant to be able to, again, be 30 seconds, some t like two, maybe two, three minutes. Uh, and again, you know, if you have more time, you can play around with it. But you know, really being able to keep it short and sweet and, and starting it out with that high point, right, the high tip of the triangle, and being able to then dive a little bit deeper depending on that time that you have. So we have, starting off with our introduction, really talking about our niche and, and making sure it's very clear what it is we're wanting to do or what is we currently do, how we do it, the, the company that we want to do it for, the values perspective, and then peeling a layer back and briefly, 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 briefly mentioning where that passion stemmed from. So we have our introduction, we have our origin story, and again, that might be the, all the time that you have to introduce yourself. So again, these are kind of going, I would say, in in almost like importance, um, minus the last step, we can we can play around with that as well. But I would say those first two, like if you have you know 30 seconds to introduce yourself, your introduction plus your origin story can be a really great place to do that. Now, let's move into part three. So especially if you have maybe two, three, four, five minutes to introduce yourself, you can now go into a little bit more of your career overview. And you can play around with this too in terms of how, how broad or how vague like you really want to be or how detailed you want to be and how much information you want to give. So I, I really encourage you all, and we're going to do this inside of the program as well, to almost kind of put it all out there as you're crafting it and then being able to go back and, and to edit and to finesse too. So I would like to kind of put it all out there and then we can edit from there. So your this part three here, this next building block, is where we're going to walk through our career overview and start to talk about our career in terms of our accomplishments um, and, and put them in chronological order, right? So we get to kind of think back to like to the beginning of our most like relevant career because we already talked about that why right so we don't have to go all the way back to you know i in college i did this right like that's kind of was covered in that, in that part two of that why but the career overview is taking it back to when did you start utilizing you know these skills that you have that you want to utilize in your next role that you want to keep utilizing right so really thinking about it in terms of formulaic formula formulaic <laughs> From a formulaic perspective, um, that's what I'm trying to say there, um, is thinking about it this way. So you can talk about like my career began and you can think back to when that moment is as, and you can talk about what, you know, it could be a role type, it could be a job title, it could be more of an overview of what your role was. Um, and then you can dive into, you know, a handful of skills that you utilize and what you were able to achieve in there. So for example, what you could say, and you could kick this off is, my career began with my role as an educator where I utilized my curriculum design and development skills uh, to focus on creating 50 plus unique lesson plans that increase comprehension by over 10%. So you can you can utilize that. And this is where we kind of have our overlap in our um, 
and our interview stories as well and our interview our interview um sort of for elevator pitch is what the episode's about <laughs> um and again it doesn't have to be so formulaic so you can play around with it but i'm just giving you a sample here of being able to showcase to that person um, who you're talking to a little bit more about who you are and what you're most proud of as well and i think for a lot of people they get a little nervous here and this is the part where they're like oh my gosh like talking about my my achievements can be something that's really um like a like feels really sticky uh, and I encourage you to really, really look and think about, you know, in each of the roles that you had, what have you been most proud of yourself for having achieved? And how did you do that? What skills did you utilize? And, you know, th this starts to play a really big role, too, in how we, you know, show up for these networking conversations. When we know that we have these moments that we're proud of that we want to speak to, we show up to these a little bit, uh, you know, we show up more prepared. We show up, you know, with that, with that radiance. And, I think when we're able to talk about what we're most proud of, again, going back to that storytelling piece, that other person can connect with that, right? So being able to talk about, you know, the skills that you utilize and what you were able to do. Um, I know for me, like, one of the things that I would always talk about in my elevator pitch was, uh, like, me really meaningful pieces of each of the role that, roles that I had. So, for example, uh, in my first role as director of learning development, I always say that's where I got my, quote, unquote, education in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Um, and talking a little bit more about the skills that I gained there and what my accomplishments were in, ter in terms of that skill, too. So, again, you don't have to just stick to one sentence here. Maybe it's, you know, one or two sentences for each each, each career uh, milestone that you've had, each role that you've had. Um, again, you don't even have to go through all of them. Um, you could combine some of them too. So let's say, for example, that you were, you know, for I know for me, for example, like as a director of learning for a couple of different roles and some of the roles I did very similar work. Um, so I don't go through every single one, but in one in particular, I did something totally different. So again, this is just a framework. Uh, it's not an exact science, but I want you to really think about that as you are talking about that career overview. So you'll continue to go through kind of recapping your career path, um, you know, utilizing that, that framework or that formula. So being able to talk about the different roles that you're in, the skills that you were able to utilize. I know for me, as I, and what I encourage my clients to do is as you transition from role to role, you know, being able to mention, oh, that I transitioned into my role where I was as blank, where I was better to, better to I'm sorry, <laughs> where I was able to better um, utilize my skills in X, Y, and Z, right? So you can kind of walk people through your career progression. You don't have to say like, oh, that place was terrible to work at, and so I left. Um, you can just say, like, and then I transitioned into my role, my next role, X, Y, Z, where I was able to better utilize, you know, these set of skills, or I was, I was able to continue to utilize these set of skills, or I was able to utilize a different set of skill. Um, so the more that we're able to, to walk through that career path, uh, again, you're telling that story. And I don't want you to feel that you have to be so hyper-focused on getting the formula correct, um, but really, really thinking about how is this all weaved into telling that story. So again, we're starting with our introduction. We're going to give that brief overview of our niche statement. We're then going to move into our origin story and briefly mention where that passion came from. And then as we have a little bit more time, we're going to take our accomplishments and we're going to put them in chronological order and really start off with the beginning of our career and walking through 
what your role was, how what skills that you were able to utilize, and what, what you were able to achieve in there and what you're most proud of. So we're gonna continue that, and that's part three, until we get to point four, and or part four. And that, that part four is really like what's next, and it allows us to, to, to almost wrap up the elevator pitch. What I noticed from so many people that I've connected with over the years um, is that people can be pretty good at the at, at really talking through their career overview. I, I feel like most people got that down. Um, it's more of like the beginning and the ending that can be like a, a rough landing to stick, um, especially the ending. And people are kind of like, yeah, and that was my last job. And yeah, you know, like our voices get really high. We're like, yeah, and what about you? Um, and so we can kind of get that, that awkwardness after we've just told this beautiful story. So what, once we get to part four, just the last part, it's that what's next. And once you get through that most recent role and you talk through, you know, where you, whether where you are now or the last role that you've been in, we get to now turn our pitch towards the future and our goals, right? And so you can think about what is it that you are, where are you going? And this could either be, again, whether you're looking for a new career, um, whether you are looking to learn more, right? We think about last week's episode where we talked about the three L's in terms of your goals, right? Your what's next. Uh, it's really going to depend on A, what your goals are. You know, How do you want to leverage your network, learn from your network, or lean on your network? Um, and also thinking about too, like, where like where are you at right right now and who this person who this person is and how like what is your expectation of this call and again going back to those three L's are you looking to leverage this person maybe it's someone who works at your dream company uh, one of your dream companies no such thing as just one dream company um, so you might want might might want to leverage them or maybe it's someone who is you know really strong in a certain skill that you want to learn from right so what we can do then is again. Kind of recap and, and end cap actually is a better word to put the conversation by saying something like this. So again, maybe it's someone who uh, is someone who you want to help leverage. You know, you could end it with saying, "And now I'm looking for an L and D program manager role for a company who values feedback, creativity, and diversity, where I can really utilize my facilitation, project management, and analysis skills to." build next level onboarding programs, which has led me to our conversation today, right? So thinking about what is it that you're looking for and from these networking conversations, well, in this case, this might be someone who is looking for a role where they can be a program manager or some sort of, you know, leadership managing some sort of programs for, for learning and development and making it very clear what has led them to that conversation today. And I think what a lot of people do is they're not clear on why they're actually having this networking conversation with someone in the first place. And we get a little sheepish about it because we're like, oh, I don't want them to think I'm using them. And you're not, right? You're letting someone know like, hey, this is why we're having a conversation because this is the part and where I am in, in, my, in my career and in my life. Or maybe you want to learn from this someone, right? So it could be, and now I'm looking to connect with people in L&D program manager roles to learn more about how I how to best utilize facilitation, project management, and analysis skills to build onboarding programs, which has led me to our conversation today. So maybe you're talking to someone who is an L&D program manager who runs onboarding programs, and you just want to learn more from them. You want to hear more about how they use facilitation, how they use project management, how they use analysis skills. So I, this last part is really important for you to think about how are you, what is it that you're hoping 
to get out of this conversation. And you should have a goal going into each conversation that you're having. So while yes, you have your big goals overall from a networking perspective, as you're having a as you're going into a one-on-one conversation, as you're going into a networking group, as you're going into an, an in-person networking event, what is what is your goal in talking to people in there? What are you hoping to accomplish there? And again, it goes back to last week too, of course. Like we want you, I also want you to make sure you're going in and asking people and knowing how you could help them. And every networking conversation I always have that I'm initiating because there's something I want, (laughs) I want to learn from this person or leverage for this person or lean on this person from, I always ask at the end, like, what can I, what can I continue to support you in? How can I continue to support you? Right? What is what would that look like for you? And that, or you could offer, you know, you could offer maybe a, a menu of items of, of what you could offer someone, and depending on what they're talking about here and what your conversations are too. But always making sure you're leaving with with at least the offer or the question of how can like thank you so much for your time. How can I support support you and support the work that you're doing too? And maybe they cash that in right now. Uh, maybe they have something in mind, and maybe they don't. Right? Maybe the reality is is that they are going to like I always said about uh, no, not networking right it's like it's always going to hit you never know when so maybe in three years they're like hey I see that you've been now an L&D program manager and onboarding like I've been working on this project do you want to partner with me or can I bounce these ideas off of you right so just know that even if you offer help or you know how you can support them in return and they don't have anything then it doesn't mean they're not going to kind of call on that a little bit later as well so when we look at these four parts Again, our introduction is giving us that brief overview. So I'm extremely passionate about designing, engaging onboarding programs by leveraging relationship building skills and content development for diverse organizations. Our origin story, where we briefly mentioned where that passion stems from. That passion stems from having been on the receiving end of an engaging onboarding experience that shaped my desire for wanting others to feel as comfortable and connected as they did, as I did when they took on a new role. Part three, where we go into our career overview and we go through our accomplishments. So, and my career began with my role as an educator where I utilized my curriculum design and development skills to create 50 plus unique lesson plans that increase comprehension by over 10%. We continue on with our career overview, kind of recapping our career path. I then transitioned into my role as an L&D coordinator where I was able to better utilize my coaching and facilitation skills and successfully lead virtual one-on-one and group onboarding cohorts for 100 new hires per year. And then we wrap up, right, with that what's next. And now I'm looking for an L&D program manager role for a company who values feedback, creativity, and diversity where I can really utilize my facilitation, project management, and analysis skills to build next level onboarding programs, which has led me to our conversation today. So really, really thinking about that in terms of our our elevator pitch. Now, again, there's no, this is just a framework that I gave you. You can play around with it however you like. Um, You can start off by talking about what's next, right? And what's leading you to this conversation. Uh, You can, again, have, you have creative liberties with it here, but just know that you can fit this in to any link that you need to. And you might only have an opportunity to share that introduction. You might have an opportunity to just share the introduction, the origin story. You might just have an opportunity to share a little bit about what's next, right? And just being able to say, hey, this is what I'm here, this is who I am and, and what I'm here for. So just know that this can this is meant to give you some freedom within a framework here. And 
you know, you can, again, buff it out. You can make it a little bit shorter. You could give, you talk about your career overview. Maybe you don't have a lot of time. You could just maybe talk about your career overview um, as, as one full swoop of some of the accomplishments you were able to have. Um, you can go, you know, step by step if you want to go through every single role that you've held. Um, if there's specific accomplishments that you want to focus on from an accomplishment timeline versus a role timeline, I've seen it done that way too. And there's really no wrong answer here as long as we have, you know, kind of, you were playing around in these four parts that allows the person who's on the receiving end of your elevator pitch to really understand who you are, kind of where that, like what, what, what motivates you a little bit more about like what it is that you've, you've personally done and why we're having this conversation. Like why, why are we here and how could that person actually help you? Um, and the more clear that you can make that, then for it's, it's so much easier now for the person on the other side to be able to, to understand you better and then be able to see, oh great, here is how I can help this person or here's how I continue to support this person or wow, I know someone else who, you know, for them, they've been doing onboarding for the last 15 years. This would be a great person for you to connect with, right? So the clearer that you can be, A, with yourself, um, the clearer it allows you to be with the people that you're networking so that way they know how they can help you. Uh, like I've mentioned this so many times, but I had Christy Woods on the podcast uh, last year and she mentioned something about, we talked about networking and she mentioned, you know, the phrase that so many people have so much to give and that's the thing. But if we don't allow them to know how they can give to us, right, then it, it makes their job harder. So being able to have a really sound elevator pitch gives the person who's on the receiving end of it clarity in how they can help you. If they have to, if they're doing the mental gymnastics to figure out, well, okay, why am I talking to this person? Or like, what does this person actually want from me? Or like, what are like, what are we actually talking about today? Then it it's making it more of a challenge for them. And here, if they're having a conversation with you, or they're there's whoever is on the receiving end, it could be thirty people on the receiving end, making it clear on what your intentions are and how they can help you uh, is going to make it easier for everyone. So. We're gonna go through this inside Build Your L&D Network. I'm so excited for this series. Um, this is our, our week. We focus on this during our week three. So week one, we're gonna focus on finding your L&D niche, making sure that's clear cut, ready to go. Week two, we're gonna be setting those goals. So similar to what I talked about last week, we're gonna dive deep into what does that actually look like to set these overarching networking goals. Week three, we dive into making sure that you've crafted this really, really tight elevator pitch. And week four, we put it all together and you actually go and you build this dream L&D network. And we look at putting together this whole entire networking ecosystem that's not just reliant on just like LinkedIn or just, you know, online groups, whatever it is, that it has, you know, we're, we're diversifying your your networking portfolio, shall we say. So again, um, that is kicking off on Wednesday the 6th. Uh, we are going to have our first call the week after, which I'm really excited about. It'll be a live call with me. Again, we have daily coaching inside of there. So any questions you have in regards to networking, I'm in there every single day. We use voice notes and text. Uh, it's a really cool app that we get to spend some time with uh, each other in. Plus, you get access to all of the asynchronous content where we'll be dropping um, weekly all of the uh, the content that I just talked about. So would love to have you in there. If you have any questions, please feel free to DM me. Uh, but yeah, can't wait to see you inside the program and happy networking.
Thank you so much for listening to the L&D Career Club podcast. If today's episode sparked anything inside you, I would love to hear about it. Feel free to share your ahas and takeaways by sending me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram or by leaving a podcast review. And if you want more support on your L&D career journey, I invite you to join us inside the L&D Career Club membership, where we are redefining what it looks like to grow in your L&D career. Visit theovernighttrainer.com slash programs for more information and to activate your membership. See y'all back here next week.